It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
What a great song. I love it. Um, today we are back um, after being gone for a couple of weeks. Welcome to a special edition of the Indie Cafe on the Red Velvet Media Network. And today um, our guest is Cindy Lee Berryhill, who has some amazing music she's done and is got some new projects coming out. And she's with us today along with my co-host, Spencer Drake in New York, and today we have her coming with us live. I think she's in L.A. right now, and um, for everyone that is new to Cindy Lee Berryhill's music or knows a little bit about her, she has done quite a few music and uh, was very uh, much in the scene with her late husband um, from Craw Daddy magazine, Paul Williams. And um, she's a very interesting, has a very diverse um, background in a lot of different things. Cindy, you there? Hold on, let me bring Spencer into the studio, too. I, I am here. Good to be here. I'm so glad Thank you're hey. here. Hey, hey, you're in LA right now, Cindy? Right? I am in Los Angeles. I'm, I'm in uh, Santa Monica, and uh, yeah, I, I live in, the, in San Diego County by the beach. But uh, every now and then I come up here so I can get a shot of good fun and music. So I went and hung out with the Patti Smiths group last night while they played. And then uh, today I'm going to have dinner with Al Stewart, a la Year of the Cat. And then tonight I'm oh, going nice. to see my, my friend Peter Case at a, at a show. So come up here and have some fun, and then I get to go back to San Diego and have a normal person life. <laughs> I know San Diego very is. well. Yeah, yeah, San Diego's amazing. I love, I love it here. So, uh, yeah, definitely. I, 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 um, Holly, I want to ask Cindy a question. Um, we have a, yeah, we're going to bring on an author on our show uh, who did an amazing book called New York Rock uh, by Stephen Blush, and Stephen had a section called Anti Folk, which is in your bio. And tell us a little bit about it because um, the way the <laughs> yeah. Right in the book is um, the established clubs liked Folk City hated our attitude. We were scruffs and didn't sound like James Taylor. I love that. Uh, yeah. About anti-folk. So who said that? Whose quote was that? It's coming from you in the book. Actually. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. He probably, uh, you know, um, we've been, uh, us, those of us that kind of established the scene back in the mid to late 80s, I've done a number of interviews with, with people, and they're out there online, so you'd be, you may be quoting that. But absolutely, that that was the truth. I mean, uh, I basically came to New York City on a Greyhound bus um, <clears throat> and a backpack and a guitar, and I wanted to find out. I took a, a bus around the country. You know, I'm a kid, and I'm like, I want to find out where the cool is. So I went to, you know, uh, Nashville. I went to Knoxville. I, I'm from Southern California. I actually, I went to Salt Lake City and found a cool scene there. I just wanted to find the cool scene, you know, wherever I went. So I got to New York, and I'm like, well, surely there's got to be something here. And I, I uh, met up with these guys. They gave me their cassette tape. It was said uh, on it, all folked up with nowhere to go. They were they called themselves the Folk Brothers, and I thought, I have an inner alliance with these dudes. I get it. And uh <laughs> We hung out and, you know, we perpetrated our um, <laughs> our angsty, uh, kind of messed up folk music on the people like at Folk City and, and, and those places. And 
man, this this is not what they wanted or expected. So we did get a lot of attitude. We got kicked out. Mm. Um, uh, but we we kept coming back, you know. Uh, and then uh, eventually uh, Latch, who was kind of a ringleader on the scene, kind of started his own club and we started to, to uh, find our, our ways around the scene. It was kind of ironic because at the same time as, you know, being these scruffy, uh, folky kids, uh, I was also kind of in Los Angeles playing some shows here, and I was sort of mildly being courted by this record company, Rhino Records, and I indeed I, I got my first deal with them. And uh, they were a little put off by the anti-folk thing. Can you just lose it for a while? I'm like, you know, it's what I am. It's a big part of what I am. <laughs> <clears throat> and, you know, you're just going to have to come to New York and see me on that scene. The thing that's kind of ironic about it, Spencer, is that, you know, I don't know how this happened, but the anti-folk uh, vibe just had legs. It just keeps going, and it's like a worldly thing now. It's like a big deal in Europe and in the UK. Crazy. Yeah. No, no, you founded that word. You you created that whole word, because I know that was one of the key words in your bio, and I'm so glad that you told our <laughs> listeners a little bit about who you are and where you came from, and um, I know Spencer had, um, you know, said that you were a really interesting interview, and I'm really, I was really looking forward to it. I'm really glad uh, you're here. Uh, well, I me too. Know a lot of the, looking forward. No, and I know that you have a story to tell a lot with your music and a lot with your own personal journey with, yeah. um, you know, your music and with your son and, um, you know, stuff like that. So why don't we talk a little bit about your projects you're working on now and a little bit about what you've done and, and how that crosses over in with your husband, your your late husband and stuff like that. I think that's yeah, a really thanks. good story we want to tell everyone, yeah. Yeah, it's Being uh, that I'm a mom, I know. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, well, my son just turned 15, you know, and it's so wow. weird. It was, he was just, just a baby a few minutes ago. But <laughs> I know, I hear ya. What's this? My uh my late husband, well he passed away three years ago. Oh. Um his mm-hmm. name his name is Paul Williams. He started Crawdaddy magazine back in the sixties. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he was like a teenager when he started that thing and he was like famous, you know, as a teenager and it kinda kicked off all the other ones like Rolling Stone and so forth. Mm-hmm. I didn't meet him until ninety two, ninety three. And wow. then um, by the, uh, like about 10 years later, well, sometime in there, around 95, he actually had um, a brain injury. He, you know, fell off his bike. He didn't have a helmet. He had a severe brain injury. He recovered from that, actually went back to writing books and doing lecture tours while I'm doing my thing, you know, making albums. In fact, just before his brain injury, I put out that album that had radio astronomy on it. Yeah, and, uh, it's a it's a super happy record. If you ever just want to feel happy, it's the album is called Garage Orchestra, and it'll just make you feel good, you know. Cool, cool. And uh, yeah, so like a year later, his brain injury happened. He recovered. Um, we had our child in uh, 2002, and then um, sometime around 2005, he started kind of falling into. You know, it's like the football players. Uh, now they've realized that it's something called yeah, CTE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he started falling mm-hmm. to early onset of dementia due to uh, the head injuries. 
You know, my feeling was that um, sometime around 2009, I made this decision. It was kind of around the time he had to go into a nursing home because it was I couldn't take care of him anymore. It was mm-hmm. one of those really difficult, heart-wrenching decisions you have to make. But at a certain point, a caregiver, oh, when they start falling apart, then it's time to take care of oneself. So mm-hmm. at that time um, that he went into the, the nursing home, I made a decision to write an album's worth of songs that honored uh, the love that we had shared. Yeah. I really wanted it to go back to this place of, you know, that delight you have when you meet somebody that you just Mm -hmm. talk a million miles an hour with and that, (laughs) uh, you know, you just want to hang out. Like, okay, yeah, you want to have sex too. But but besides that, you just want to hang out and talk like till like five in the morning. And I I wanted Mm -hmm. that album, the new one, to really come from that place. Wow. And and this that's what this the new album is all about. It's about attraction, desire, yep. you know, that's um, what I thought. That place. Yeah, beloved stranger, just, correct? Uh no, beloved stranger is the album before it and that one dealt with some before. of the heavier issues. Yeah, the new Wait, you one actually is, have a song with Lenny Kay, right, on that album? Yes, I do. Yeah, that's called uh, Make Way for the Handicap. That's a great song. That is a great yeah. song, I want to tell you. A very moving Thanks, song. man. Yeah, yeah, Make Way for the Handicap. Well, cause so I would say that that album was the one where I was I was in the trenches. You know, that was I was in the heavy stuff with, like, caring for Paul and all the stuff. Right, and Make right. Way for the Handicap was like, wow. you know, we we need sort of an acoustic Ramones here, you know, like, let me just hash <laughs> it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so that album has some of the heavy stuff. The next album, which is the one that's coming out in March, it's called The Adventurist. And right. that is yep. the one, that's the one where I just decided to delight in all the good feelings. Because, you know, very the, truth good is, the truth is, is that when we go through heavy shit in our life, when mm. we go through the heavy stuff, Mm-hmm. You know, that's the time where it's time to find the delight in life, to, to, to find the yeah, to you find look the hope, light, right? Exactly. You go and yeah. you try to find a positive and a negative to make it something that you can grow from, and I get that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and that's what, kind of what pisses me out, off about, like, uh, the election going on right now. It's like, come on, <laughs> slap you both upside the head, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, to talk about some good stuff, you know, could you, could you look on the good side of things and give us a sense of hope? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hope is really what it's all about. So I'm super excited mm. about your new release because you're, you sound excited and it sounds like something that you're doing in the fact you're in L.A. and hanging out with all these amazing people and having dinner with Al Stewart <laughs> tonight. I mean, come I know, on, that's like the total rock star life, you know? <laughs> no, it, it's weird. You know what's weird about it? It's like, it's a crack up because like, you know, I'm a poor single mom, you know, I, I get guitar <laughs> lessons, you know, I, I'm not very well known, but it, I'm good at what I do, but you know, don't get me wrong, but I'm not well known, but I've always had this knack of like hanging out with, you know, meeting and hanging out with cool people because I love good conversations. And if you're going well, to want to talk I, about I, history, yeah. we want to talk to Al mm-hmm. Stewart because he knows all about history. 
Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, I but Cindy, Cindy, you know, it's a trade-off because these people respect you. I know that. It's like, it's like they respect who you are because I see every so often I see you with I don't know BP Fallon or I'll see you with some other people that, and I say, <laughs> you know, she has something. I mean, it's a gift, and people see that and they want to be with you too. It's a trade-off, right? I, I really think that's positive. She has great you know? conversation. I, I that's, that's great. Good, so yeah, where are you guys going for dinner tonight? Okay, well, for dinner, I've got Al Stewart, and then after that, I'm going to meet uh, meet my friend J J D Darty from the Patty oh, Smith great. Group. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. J. D. So Darty's great, Cindy. Yeah, he's he's freaking great, man. He sounded great on uh, with the band last night, and he had these rad red shoes. They were like something <laughs> drawn, you know, drawn on Mickey Mouse from back in the '40s or something. Wow. Hey, listen, mm-hmm. i got to ask you a question. Who's on your new album? Let's let's talk about okay. who the musicians on your album. Producing okay. the whole thing. Yeah, let's talk about your current okay. project that's coming Rad. out. Well, yeah, which comes out March 10th. Um, yeah. So, uh, and it comes out on this label that was my first choice. I'm so psyched I'm, I'm on it. Omnivore Records, mm-hmm. yeah, they've got, like, really great, you know, like, uh, reissues, like the Bangles, the Dream Syndicate, mm-hmm. oh, um, wow. uh, the Loud Family, uh, the Muffs—really cool people that I have a lot of respect for. So, um, but on the record, uh, uh, first of all, I have a couple of people that I use. That like Radio Astronomy was the Garage Orchestra. They are these musicians from San Diego, and so I have some of those people on it. This is kind of let's put it this way: this album is like the other bookend to the album that Radio Astronomy was on, which was a really, uh, it was a, a, an album of falling in love with Paul. And so this, the new album is the end of my time with him, but still the delight. And um, so there's a similarity in the, the kind of music that's being made. So I needed to have, uh, you know, because I, I kind of like the whole like old 60s wrecking crew band, so I'm always looking for musicians that play things like timpani and vibraphone and mallet wow. instruments and yeah. so i knew dj bonebreak from that <clears throat> and i'm like man you got to come play marimba on my record he's like yeah sure <laughs> so so dj bonebreak's on there and a couple of members of brian wilson's band Ooh. guy proben oh, and nice. nelson brack nice yeah nice. Uh, uh, they're buddies and they're on it uh do you guys know sid straw from Golden Palomino's days. Oh my God, that's a name. Wow. Yeah, yeah, she's still out there doing really great work. So she great. came and sang a lot of harmony on it. And mm-hmm. then half half the album is uh, co-produced by this friend of mine. Um, I met. He plays bass with me sometimes, and this guy's a heavy dude. Um, he he writes the music for TV shows. Okay, like uh, he did the. He was the guy that wrote the the composed the music for Northern Exposure back in its time. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for Arrested Development. Oh wow! And yeah. uh, for that really rad show, if you remember Deadwood, uh, that was like about ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. I know Great, yeah. like gnarly <laughs> western. So he he wrote music for that, and now he's got a show. I can't remember the name of it, but it has it's with William Shatner and Henry Winkler. Wow! So, yeah, so I'm trying to remember that, that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I can't yeah, remember I that one. 
It's uh, new. It's new, right? Yeah. It's yeah. new one. Ollie. Yeah. It's a brand new one. It's uh-huh. a brand new one. It started yeah. this mm-hmm. year. So he's composing music, and in between the cracks, he moonlights as a, a bass player for me, and gets to be like a regular musician then. <laughs> so who produced the new album? Well, me and then whoever was uh, was working with me on those songs. So, oh, okay. you know, it's like in that case with the songs, like the four or five songs that David Schwartz did, it was me and David Schwartz or mm. uh, Sheldon Gomberg uh, did about four of the songs. And he's a, got a, he's a great guy and has a good studio in Silver Lake here in Los Angeles. A few was done in San Diego by Ben Moore. So, mm. um yeah, you know, I, I, I'm way into arranging, and I'm really persnickety about, like, the sounds that yeah. I want and I need. And so, you know, it, it's, I guess in a way it's like I have my own vision, and whoever works with me has kind of got to go along with it. I remember years ago there was a bass player that said, yeah, I'll play some bass with you. I'm like, cool, okay. Uh, so I want this sound really plunky up the neck and, and use a pick. A pick? That's not real bass playing, man. I'm like, you need to use a pick. All right, I quit. Because <laughs> I, I know, I just, you know, I know what, what kind of sounds I like. I, I'm somewhere, you know, I always say I'm somewhere between Brian Wilson, Beach Boys, mid-Beach Boys, and Patti Smith. And then Bob Dylan slash Lou Reed. Somewhere I sit right in there. That's almost all the people I designed for in albums. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's Perfect. some really there's some really amazing tracks on on here too that you've got. Um, yeah, yeah. That really are really really good. You've got 14 tracks on here. Yeah. yeah. Which one stood out to you? For me. I think Gravity Falls or the An Affair oh, of the cool. Heart. Wow, very you know? cool. Yeah, I like the, and Gravity angels. Falls. I like them all. Somebody's Angel, I like right. Kiss. I liked all of them. I actually really, I don't know, I could just really feel there was a lot of emotion behind every single song, and I didn't really know the complete story, and now that I do, yeah, I guess you know. Exactly. Yeah. That all makes sense to me, like really where where you were at and what you're going through. So kind of this is like your celebration album for yourself it, and yeah, and for and for um, you know and for my husband Paul and for yep. for all of us that have been through that really delicious love. Very hard. You know, I know that it. that love that we yeah. have where. Um, you know, it kind of breaks bounds, and it's, yeah. mm-hmm. it's also, it, it brings the intellect into it and, um, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, I've gotten, like, uh, only a few people have heard the album so far, but I've gotten from a few friends some quotes, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, people oh, that, that are them. saying some stuff. You want to hear a couple? Okay, i got to scroll yeah, down do. my phone here. So uh, you guys know Dave Alvin? No, mm-hmm. I don't. The, you know, know the blasters is. and yeah, yeah, he's rad. Okay, so I'll just read you a little bit of what he just sent me because I'm listening right now. Jesus H. Christ, Cindy, what an impressive, astonishing, honest, complicated, beautiful bunch of songs, performance, words, revelations. <laughs> he says it's entirely inspiring. That makes me feel super good. 
I mean, I mean, to me, I agree with Holly. You see, this uh, describing what you went through in your life, it, it makes sense now. I can understand. It's just like Holly said, why these two albums are the way they are. And this album, for me, this is interesting. I mean, for me, it's like th- there's a great continuity and balance on this album, what I call it. And it's like, it's almost like what I, I agree with Holly. It's like every song, there's no real, all of them are great. It's like, I don't know how to describe Each it. Each one's a me. different story. I think yeah, and exactly. each one's probably different a different stories, part but, of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I got but from it. Each one is kind of like an experience or like you're, um, you know, a different part of your relationship, like you were talking about with your husband, Paul. So, yeah. That's, yeah, and I, I, that's I also, what I got for me, what I'm trying to say is that also the, the, the songs in itself, besides the lyrics and whatever is being said, they're great songs. In other words, the depth of every song has an incredible depth, and they're all, it's a great, I call it a balance on the album, you know, because it's like, I agree with Holly, it's like there's not one song that really stands out, for, they all stand out for me, you know what I mean? It's a great yeah. album, you know, which is well, I, the best. I, I mean, that's what you're supposed to adhere to, I think, in doing an album. Uh, that's my right. opinion. You know? Yeah, I get what you're saying you know, about, like, it's not just the lyrics and stuff, because for me, you know, I, I feel like each each piece is a tone poem, and mm-hmm. sometimes those tones are lyrics, and sometimes it's like a, you know, uh, a vibraphone being played or, you know, um, some other instrument uh, that's taking it. it it's... Um, but it's it's a tone poem. It you know uh, so this last week right Dylan got um, yeah you know the Nobel award. Prize right for his poetry you know that right and not just for poetry but I I think this is pretty unique and special because he's the first one as far as I'm aware of that is a bard and he got it for the bardic tradition which is this thing mm-hmm. that combines music with poetry where it, com- it comes together. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Jim Morrison would be in that category. Patti Smith right. is in that category. You know, there's some people that just beautifully merge those things. And it comes from a Homeric tradition. And um, so I, I love that. I love that that happened. And, um, yeah, a big thing for me is, like, the the music tells just as much of the story as, as the words do. Because, you know, it's like the Brian Wilson part of me, you know, that. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I, I love soundtracks, okay? I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I have favorite soundtracks. for, And I was like that as a kid, you know? I mean, my parents bought 2001 A Space Odyssey, and I'm like, oh, my God, the soundtrack. <laughs> I would dance around the room. I'm seven years old. <laughs> this is amazing. You know, I'm like dancing you like, with some you weird like, composer. You like the feelings. Like, you like the feelings that come from a lot of the the sounds and the music. And I can, I can, you. I can just pick that up from you. Yeah, and you know, it's that's really good. I, I, cool. I, I could see, so. I could see you doing, I could see you doing movie soundtracks too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. No, yeah, put in a word that's connected okay? to that. Yeah, you're no, great. No, no, we do. We want to see you get there. But you know what, also, Spencer. What's really cool about you, Cindy, is you could probably, being that you're so um, friendly with so many people that a lot of people just wish they knew, 
um, and could work with. Um, you know, no, seriously, just because of your own your personality and 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 your connections and people that you've met along the way, you could pretty much you could throw together gather some amazing musicians on some of these um, on your on your future projects. I mean, not yeah. that this yeah. isn't great. I mean, I could just see you doing some. Like, have you ever guessed on any of of these people, like Al Stewart or um, any of the other people that you know? Have you done any guest um, playing or done any studio stuff with um, them? I did, uh, with John Doe. I, I'm on one of his albums. I sang uh, some backup on a couple of songs. Oh, awesome! Wow, yeah, I can yeah. See that. Yeah, he, he you know? I love his work, uh, I, and mm-hmm. since he's been solo, his work is so great now, too. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, you know, part of it, too, is that um, I do know a lot of these people, but, you know, it's I I don't, like, abuse it. You know, I, I consider no, Right, friends, exactly. You don't take like it, you don't, you don't take it for advantage yeah. of it. I get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then the other thing yeah. about it, too, is that, I live off the beaten path. You know, I live, and, and no complaints, because I live two blocks from the beach, you know, down in, down in San Diego County, and it's a oh. lovely place, and it's kind of a nowheresville. And, you know, there I'm a mom, a guitar teacher, and, you know, someone that, you know, goes for walks every day or something, you know. And uh, so when I, get, when I come up to L.A., I get to, you know, see the cool people and hang out, but... Um, I, it's an honor. It's an honor. You know, you know how it is. It's like an honor to know people that you really admire. I remember as a kid hearing Al Stewart's "Year of the Cat." In fact, I I had it, and mm-hmm. and you know, it's like I didn't realize until I went on tour with him this last year, like how much that record had had an impact on me. And he's another one of those bards, you know, where it's right. like God, he's such a craftsman. Um, you know, between the lyrics and the music, and um, it's brilliant, inspiring. No, you know, that's so that's mind blowing. You know, I mean, I get it. Yeah, that's. Al, Al that's played at City Winery too, right, Cindy? He's mm-hmm. been. A, uh, I know he plays City Winery every once so well, Al Stewart. Yeah, I think maybe once a year or something. I just yeah. got to know him this year. And uh, so we did the City Winery show uh, together. That was a lot of fun. Lenny Kay came and sat in with me. Oh, really? And it was wow. very, yeah, it was very funny before the show uh, because uh, Al Stewart has this thing before he plays where he has, a, you know, he's British, right? He has this lovely mm-hmm. dinner. And so at City Winery, they have this massive table downstairs, you know. It's, I don't know. It's like... Uh, I know the size of like a, a like two two large trucks, you know, carrying uh, you know, products from you know coast to coast. So it's this massive table, and we're all sitting at it. His small crew of four or five people, and me and Lenny on the other side. <laughs> and, and they were just like you know uh, talking about like history and archaeology. And then they talk a little bit about like being on the road, and Al is all into fine wines and stuff. And he's we're just oh, having this that. delightful, yeah, we're just having this delightful <laughs> dinner like right before we go yeah. on stage. And, wow, <laughs> and it's, it's crazy. It was really funny. City winery, good for that stuff, though. 
Uh, do you go? Are you playing? Uh, where are you playing next? Do you have a tour thing, or what is your plan for touring? Or um, touring is going to start in the spring. In fact, um, part of the reason I'm going uh, to see Al tonight is we're going to talk about uh, me doing some shows with them, uh, probably nice. this summer. Yeah. Great. And um, so oh, setting nice. up some stuff. I think I'm going to do South by Southwest in the March in March, and then I right. I have a show. Uh, down in San Diego County tomorrow. So things have kind of been um, uh, been quiet for a couple months. Where in San Diego are you playing tomorrow? Actually, in the town in the town I live in, which is Encinitas. And I know Encinitas. Uh, okay. Yeah. Do you ever play oh, the belly up? Yeah, I know. I, I know San Diego there. very well. Well, in mm-hmm. Encinitas, there's an old theater called the La Paloma, mm-hmm. and the I La Paloma. It needs um, some rehabilitating, and so we're doing mm-hmm. a benefit for it tomorrow to help raise funds, and and that's going to be fun. It's in fact, it's going to be a few friends and this guy Jack Kempchen, who has forever lived in Encinitas. He's an interesting dude. Nobody knows him. He's like really on the down low about everything. And, he's the, this guy that wrote these massive hits in the seventies. Like he'll come out really on stage, just kind of slump out and start to sing and play. And then, you know, what comes out of his mouth is like, it's already gone and peaceful, easy feeling and slow dancing. I'm like, oh, that nice. guy wrote, he wrote all those songs, you know, for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And stuff. I don't oh, want yeah. to say it. I don't want to say it to him, but you know, when I came of age, I was like reacting against that music. But anyways, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I totally talk, get you know? that. I was punk rock. Yep. It was like no James Taylor allowed, no jazz allowed. <laughs> <laughs> did you have? Um, where did you grow up, Cindy? Uh, well, I was born in Los Angeles, and my parents moved us around California every three or four years. So I lived in northern, mm-hmm. central, and southern. You know, I could tell you a story about each. Interesting. I, I lived in this central California town as a kid called Delano, and it was the home of Cesar Chavez. So while I was mm-hmm. living there, that whole, uh, you know, grape workers uh, strike was going on, and, you know, it was a, a heavy dude between, you know, the haves and the have-nots. It was mm-hmm. interesting. And, no, um, I, I can understand that. What did you think about northern California? Where did you live in northern about, I live in a, another small town. It's called Oroville. It's kind of at the mm-hmm. foothills of the Sierras. <clears throat> Real salt mm-hmm. of the earth people. A lot of the people that lived in town had built the dam there, which is the Oroville Dam. And uh, so, uh, you know, it's kind of like once the dam was built, nobody kind of knew what kind of work to have. A lot of real regular people. And, you know, I was a kid, so I just remember all these really tall ponderosa pines and golden hillsides of the sort of oat or wild oat. You know, it was beautiful. Yeah, no, I can imagine. I, I, I mean, you know, you've done a lot of traveling. Tell me what it's like for you with your son and your music. I mean, is he into music? Does he enjoy your music <laughs> or are you getting him into music or what? I know you're giggling. I know yeah. what it's like with kids, yeah. <laughs> I know. You know, uh, 
Yeah, he's always been supportive. You know, if I'm working on something new, he'll come in and go, what's that? I go, I don't know. I'm just working on it. He goes, hmm, that sounds good. He's, oh, nice. He's, he's a lot like his dad was a, was a lot like that, too. Just, what, uh, just you know, I'm interested in what kind of music does he get into? You know, it's a really good question because, um, and, and I'm a guitar teacher by day. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I I'm always fascinated. What are young people into? Because, you know, I teach right. kids that are anywhere from, like, third grade to, you know, 20. And a big question is, how do you hear music? And a lot of them hear it through their parents. Some of them are, um, you know, willing to range around on a radio, old-fashioned radio station, and go back until they hit on something. <clears throat> and a whole heck of a lot of them, hear music from movies, TVs, and, uh, like, computer games. And, you know. Yeah, that is, yeah. Yeah. It's like you can't even, you, you know, you can't go to a place of being depressed about it, you know, because, you know, there are no, there are no record stores, really. <clears throat> How do you reach young people? You have to go to what they're interested in. And right. it was interesting because somebody said to me the other day, they want to interview me next week, they were saying, you know, what is it about rock stars, why people like them so much? Well, like, who are we talking to? Because kids <laughs> don't know nothing about rock stars. What, you know what I mean? Like, rock yeah, yeah. stars are like the big people on Instagram or, you know, um, or, you know, somebody that really works their Snapchat or, you know, is like on the top level of Minecraft. You know, those those are like, or that, or that invented the new Minecraft. Those are the rock stars. But still, music is a part of those things. And it's just, you know, my son loves soundtracks. He loves the music that he hears on, like, a, a game like Portal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's had lessons. You know, I, I kind of did that kind of fine line of letting him dictate, like, what do you want to play? Uh, keep going another year, and then... You know, it it wasn't his passion, so no problem. He doesn't have to play. Yeah, yeah. His passion you know is that? physics. Yeah. That, so, so what is he into? Um, I mean, how is it for you as a as a mom and raising him, and then doing music? Are you finding that he's part of some of the uh, music that you're writing now for the next next you know music that you draw? You know. Um, uh, I'm just in the inklings of new music, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like, you know, for me, when I have, that, like, an album that's about to come out and, and I'll, I, I'm mm-hmm. not thinking about new music, I, I think in song cycles, as soon as this album is out, then it's like, you know, the muse revisits. Mm-hmm. You know, I can understand that. That's, like... That's like a really fun thing to do. So we are definitely going to look forward to you being on tour. Um, are you going to be playing in New York soon or um, uh, heading uh, out that way? Soon, but definitely in the spring. I'll be back out yeah. in the spring. Okay. In fact, I was talking yeah. to JD, uh, JD about that, and he's like, yeah, when are you coming to New York? Let's play some shows together. I'm like, All right. okay, I'll Good. come out in the spring I'll, and do it. I want to see you, Cindy, in New York. <laughs> Over, you you know. got it. Yeah, no, that it. would be really fun for her. To I want to ask to Cindy a question. Who, what, do, who do you listen to? Do you listen? Have you found mm-hmm. anybody? What now music that are you, you listening? Yeah. 
What's in oh. your CD player right now? <laughs> wow, like people listen to CDs, right? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, the recent Do- John Doe album is oh, in there. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, I listen to soundtracks, so I've, oh, I love duh. the soundtracks. I know, I'm a, I'm a nerd. No, I want to know, um, which is your I, favorite soundtrack? I have so many. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love the soundtrack uh, to, um, let's see, what was the name of the film? Um, it, it's, it was the film about Stephen Hawking that came out like two years ago. Oh, my God, yeah, that oh, sounds wait. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, it's called yeah. Every, uh, I can't remember it. Okay, it's it's the life Hawking. of Stephen Hawking by the English actor. It's a great film, beautiful film. Yeah, yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's about uh, him and his wife and their relationship. Yeah, it was an amazing film, amazing film. It's heart-wrenching. Heart it reminds me a lot of Paul, you know, how it's degenerating and degenerating. Yeah, and still inside, oh, yeah. the brilliant mind lived on. You know, do you remember the, uh, the uh, short story that you had to read as a kid? It was called Flowers for Algernon. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was later turned into a book called Charlie and a film called Charlie and uh, about um, uh, this lab rat that uh, they figured out how to make a regular mouse a uh, a genius. It's a brilliant story. Anyways, um, it, my life was that. You know, it's like uh, somebody that was so brilliant and then he kind of falls to pieces. And then and that Stephen Hawking film was that. And then the other... A film that I just like love the soundtrack for in a similar vein too. It's called Interstellar. Oh yeah, (laughs) Interstellar. My God, that's on TV now, Cindy. Here in New York, it's on cable a lot right now. It's a great film. Oh really? Yeah, really great film. It is. I mean, it is. It's out of the box. I call it out of the box, Cindy. Out of the box, right? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, your mind has to get out of the box and like yeah. break break through the envelope of what's known. <laughs> I yeah, love I is, love it when mind expanding stuff. <laughs> yeah, this film. So you, did you ever get knows into, about it? Uh, it's it's an amazing film. It, you have to see this movie. Everybody must see this Interstellar's movie. Interstellar is cool. Yeah, Interstellar yeah. is cool. There's a lot. I mean, it's like a kind of a mind tweak type thing, kind of like. Uh, the Matrix was, you know what I mean? Or, the Matrix yes, is yeah, a really good soundtrack, too. 2001. Uh, you know, I need to go back mm-hmm. and watch The Matrix. I watched one of them last year with my son, and, yeah, the music was good. Mm-hmm. You know, part of the reason why I like the music for both of those films is that I'm, mm-hmm. like, a big fan of Steve Reich. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? He's a New Yorker. Yeah, Steve he, Reich. You know who I like? Steve Reich and Philip Glass. Those are my two. Oh, yeah. Philip yeah. Glass does amazing stuff too, and but Steve Reich, you're right. I mean, he's amazing, amazing. No, I know. I, I just love the way he uses the sounds of rooms and all those mallet instruments. Just think, uh, don't think, don't think, you know. And then, and it 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 turns into these other harmonics of chords. I'm way into the sounds of like moving chords. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. You know, Great. a lot of people don't realize how much goes into. A soundtrack into the music that's in a movie or anything. I have quite a few people like um, Kurt Bestor, um, a lot of people that write music for a lot of the like 
big, big movies like a lot of the Steven Spielberg, I can't even talk, Steven Spielberg movies and stuff like that. And, you know, even um, some of the TV series and stuff like that that are going on, you know, just exclusive with like Netflix and stuff like that. And they all tell me, I mean, you know, even the music from Into the In the Heart of the Sea and stuff like that, and you know, it's like the yeah. soundtrack music. There's a lot to it, just even just like the emotions that go into it. And it's really funny because if you listen to the music alone without seeing the movie and you're just listening yeah. to the soundtrack, right. Right. it's really trippy because they only play part of the music in a movie. And when you hear the whole piece, there's so many different emotions that are involved in a lot of the a lot of the music. And so I can see you could so probably do a lot of since you're so tuned into that soundtrack stuff, you know, I think that that may be something that you might want to look and explore in your life, you know? Maybe at the very least, I can do these sort of soundscapes. I mean, you probably noticed, like, on the new album, mm-hmm. there's a couple of little tiny pieces of music, you know, where there's not, mm-hmm. it, it's not a song. It's just a little exploration. And that's one of yeah. my favorite things is just getting a few musicians together and exploring, um, you know, uh, little, you know, uh, just trying out different things and, I also really like um, the oddball music of this composer inventor from the last century. His name was Harry Parch, and uh, Harry yep. Parch like had like this massive, you know, forty-note tone scale, and he made up his own instruments. Um, yeah, he was uh, around the same time as John Cage, but he considered mm-hmm. John Cage an academic. And like too learned. <laughs> You're very educated on music, so you must be a great teacher, a great guitar uh, teacher. Oh, I mean, so really, you are. I, I just am a cur- I'm only a curious person. That's all. You know, I'm like, I want to know more stuff. You know, like when you right. you say, oh, you got to listen to this thing. I'm like, okay, I'll go check it out. I love, I love hearing new stuff. There's a lot of it out there now. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know what's funny? You know what's funny is I have a friend of mine, and he was is a writer by trade, but he's also a um, teacher. He's a um, teacher at a college, and he teaches music and history music and stuff like that, and then teaches lessons as well. I could see you doing something like that. You know, being maybe doing some symposiums on some of the history behind some of the things because you're very well very well educated and know a lot of the obscure things right. that a lot of people wouldn't Thanks. know, you know? Yeah, well, that is, that yeah. is fun with, with young people. I mean, I would say mm-hmm. that most of the kids that I talk to, you know, you can't go very far-fetched. <clears throat> you can't go mm-hmm. too far out. You know, it's enough for me to, like, say, okay, we're going to learn this riff today, and it's, you know, you just keep repeating this riff over and over the whole song. They're like, the whole song? I go, yeah, let's check it out on YouTube. Here it is, Howlin' Wolf singing Smokestack Lightning. You know? mm. And that's mm. as you can get, because, you know, if you get too far out, like little kids, if you remember when you're a kid, you like, things are a little scarier when they're when they're pretty far out, but 
They all have their own little mindset. They have their own mindset. They know what they want to do. Mm-hmm. I know. And I remember you can only scare them. I think, you know, yeah. I th- I, you know, you brought up a good subject here because I think that uh, Holly and Cindy, I think it's really important that kids uh, learn about, the, like, Howlin' Wolf or or even, uh, I, I work with John Lee Hooker, for instance. Uh, wow. All these really great, all these really great musicians. Uh, but you're bringing up a subject that's very important. Uh, I think that we got to get the kids to learn about these people that are lost. Some of them, you know, like, yeah. I mean, you know, they're great musicians. Uh, Steve Cropper, who knows Steve Cropper, one of the great guitarists. I mean, if you know, if you know music, Steve Cropper right. was a great guitarist. Kids won't know his name, but he's a great one. And I think it's very important for young kids to build up that tradition. Would make, to educate uh, themselves. I, I know, I know yeah. Holly will agree with me. I mean, so true. It, it's great that John Lennon or the Beatles, I mean, I go to Strawberry but Fields right here. But they all know who the Beatles are. And the kids know John Lennon. You know what I mean? They I know. know who mm-hmm. he is. The young kids know who he is. If we mm-hmm. could do that with the other musicians, that would be a goal, don't you think? You know? No, I, I, I love do. that as a goal. I'm going to take that as my personal goal this year because, I, I mean, I've probably done that to some extent, but I'm going to be more conscious of it because I, I think that is our job as educators is to, uh, you know, keep enlightening them to new stuff. I yeah. mean, in a way, exactly. this last year, because so many amazing, amazing musicians passed away, you know, yeah. it, it, yeah. it would remind uh, me to go in. It was a tough yeah. year. But, you know, so after mm. David Bowie died, I went in and talked to the kids about David Bowie and let's watch a few videos. And um, we worked we worked on the song uh, Rebel Rebel together. And, uh, oh, great. Yeah, because a great riff, right? You know, you got to right. take the awesome riff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I wanted to ask you, Cindy, do you have a website? And how would anybody that would like to get in touch with you that have children or young mm-hmm. adults, um, that would like to take mm. lessons from you, how would they reach you, and um, what's your website? You want to give that out? Because oh, I, well, I cool. couldn't find it. Oh, mm-hmm. it's Cindy Lee Berryhill.com. Okay. Cindy Lee I mean, that's my, you know, like, performing bio kind of website. Okay. If they, if somebody wants to, to um, you know, just reach me, you can either go see me on Facebook or, you know, okay. or just write me at Cindy Lee Berryhill at Yahoo. Right, that's easy. Cindy Lee Berryhill at Yahoo.com. Awesome. And I wanted to say to everyone listening, this show, if you missed it from the beginning, will be available on iTunes afterwards and also on Red Velvet Media right. Blog Talk Radio under the Indie Cafe as a podcast. Yeah, immediately. So for anyone that wants to listen to it afterwards or download it or anyone that's in the, everyone that's been listening live and in the chat room, I want to thank everyone for listening today because this was a really, um, really important show. And plus we've been gone for two weeks and we were happy to be back on the air and happy to have you as our guest today on the air. Well, thank you, and, um, Holly. It was really no. nice talking to you. And Spencer, you great kidding? to finally meet you. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. yeah, we're there, all of us. <laughs> we're all here. And, you know, yeah. I wanted to invite you, Cindy. We are going to go in segue into our pop culture news. Did you want to hang out for that? Sure. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we do a little, we do a little song in between, <laughs> um, and that is kind of like 
a really fun song. And, you know, Spencer, I'm going to go first on Pop Culture News this, this time. We're going to go West Coast, East Coast, because I have something I okay. have to say really quick, um, because I have yeah. somebody um, that's listening. So anyway, so let's go to Pop Culture News, and with this, enjoy this song, Cindy, because this is our favorite, one of our one of our favorite parts <laughs> favorite. of the show. Oh, cool. Here cool. you go. Yeah. You'll know this song. Who wants yesterday's papers? Who wants yesterday's guns? Who wants yesterday's papers? Nobody in the world. has a lot to cover and I just want to start off on West Coast today because um, I wanted to really quickly talk about a um, CD DVD that I received from Carol from Chaos Productions which is the Scorpions Live in Munich on DVD Blu-ray um, it was released um, on September 30th and um it was Live in Munich 2012. It's an amazing, amazing DVD, CD. Um, it just has so many great things, and it also celebrates their 50th anniversary. So I want to talk about that really quickly and say that um, you can get that now. If it has been released, it's um, via Eagle Rock Entertainment. And I wanted to thank Carol from Chaos Productions so much for dropping that my way because she knows I love the scorpions and I mean there's just so much great stuff there and it has amazing reviews I mean you think about all the different tracks that are on here and there's so much beautiful energy that is in this DVD and 
So my review on this is I just really think a lot of people, if you really are a hardcore Scorpions fan or just really love the music or just, you know, connected with one or two of their songs or one in particular, get this. Um, it's really, really special. And what's really cool, it's, you know, their Christmas. Um, it's I think it was Christmas when it was uh, when they did it because they talk about Happy Christmas, and um, it's just it's just a really special special DVD CD thing, and it's again Scorpions Live in Munich 2012, and it is um, the first ever release of that concert film. So there you go. And I wanted again thank Carol from Chaos Productions for that. But um, that's that's what I had to do my review. And besides that, there's just a lot of things going on you know, here on the West Coast as far as, you know, the things that were going on is in the desert. They just recently had the last couple weekends where the Rolling Stones and Bob Dylan and a lot of different people were playing out in um, the desert. And uh, that was a very intense concert, two weekends in a row, three days. People were camping out and a lot of of people playing and – it was a very cool concert for a lot of people that went to go see it. And with that, I'm going to swing your way, Spencer, to um, East Coast. <laughs> and I'm going to thank Carol, too. Yeah, I'm going to swing into Carol K, too, because she sent me the Brian Adams at Wembley 1996 live concert. Oh, nice. And, Ooh, yeah, Brian Adams is one of my favorites. I met him before. But Brian. he has that raw raw voice, which I love, like John Hyatt, you know, mm-hmm. which I always rock and roll, you know. And uh, I wanted to, this, uh, we had, I went to see Eric Burden at uh, City Winery, which was a treat also, Holly. Um, nice. Amazing show, amazing show. He's an amazing musician. He's back uh, better than ever, and I really wanted to go out of my way to see that. And, okay, so Tuesday night, uh, a group called Shush, uh, which is uh, Shush Laguz and Zach Starkey, played with what they called the super group with Clem Burke on drums and Glenn Matlock on guitar and Zach mm-hmm. playing lead guitar. So the two times that I've seen them, Zach has played lead guitar. And But i got to tell you, Clem Burke, an amazing drummer, and I hung out with Stefani and uh, our friend Tommy Price, who was on our show, who's doing very mm-hmm. well. So glad to hear. And Mick, Mick Rock did the hosting and uh, Mark mm-hmm. DJ. But it was a an amazing night. It was very electric, and I got to tell you, it was, it was just something out of the way to go, to go see. And I wanted to mention that. Um, and um, I guess what's coming up, uh, uh, Leslie West next Friday, uh, next Saturday is playing at BB King's, another great guitarist who's very underrated. I think he's one of the best ever. And um, you know, New York's got a lot of activity, a lot of things going. Greg Almond's playing four nights at City Winery, uh, going to be coming Love up. Love Greg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the, at our, our favorite Morrison Hotel will be on our show, and they're doing a great yep. Almond uh, photography thing uh, tied in with it. So there's a lot of, and there's a lot more in New York. There's so much stuff going on, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, also you have Bob Gruen's birthday party coming up soon. We got Bob so Gruen's birthday really party. Yeah. You're invited, Holly. You're invited mm-hmm. Sunday night at Bob downtown. He does it a two-way, and uh, he has phenomenal people. It changes every year. Uh, a great group of people. It's a fun It's a fun party, and starts at 7, goes to about 3 in the morning with so many bands, Jesse Malin, 
uh, usually there, and his own, his own son, who we had on our show, Chris Gruen, will be playing, and I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And just you know, you never know who's going to show up. If you said everybody from Jim Jarmusch to uh, Alice Cooper show up, so it's a it's a surprise every year. You never know who's going to be there. Absolutely, I know, and, and I Bob, wish you were there, Holly and Cindy. Bob's we're... so cool. Yeah, Bob. Yeah. Bob's been on the show a couple of times, and he's just yeah. a, a yeah. great photographer and. Love his work he did with the during the Lennon period, and you know, and then his other work is just you know iconic as is Mick Rocks and all the other amazing iconic photographers we've had on James Fortune, Baron Wallman, Frank Stefanko. I mean, uh, Danny Clinch, endless, Danny and endless, yeah, Danny Clinch. I mean, you know, I mean, if there's anyone I'm leaving out, it's like I'm sorry. There's just <laughs> so many people. Yeah. And Godless, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, right. It just we keeps, have uh, Marcy great, and everybody. Mar- you yeah, know, endless, yeah, endless, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, but that's what uh, Mr. We, uh, Holly and I, uh, for everybody out there, interview the visionary and famous. So that's our show, you know, in pop culture. And the not right? so, and the not so famous. You don't, you don't have to be famous to be on our right. show. We oh no! You just gotta be visionary, fun. Holly. You gotta be yeah, visionary. That's the word, absolutely right? Absolutely, a visionary. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Cindy, we were so happy to have you on today because I've heard so much about you, and I can totally relate to you being a, a mom, you know, and and having a, a son, and you're raising him, and music industry, and stuff yeah. like that. I kind of went through a very similar situation with my daughter. So I know what it's like, and um, it's, you know, um, my daughter got to meet some of the most amazing people. Yeah, and that's uh, You know, and got to travel. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was thinking about that last night when I was watching Patti Smith because her son Mm -hmm. Jackson was up on stage. Some oh, nice. big guy comes out and plays guitar with her. And I'm like, who's this? This huge guy. And then she finally <laughs> introduces. It's her son, all grown up, like a man now, and everything. And I'm that's like, amazing. Wow. See? Yeah, and it's like that fine line, you know, between like you know, you got to be your rocker self, but you also mm-hmm. have to be a parent. But you're always a mom. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're thanks you guys for the a blast. No, we we loved having you on, and or we love having you on. And again, um, Spencer, were you done kind of like on East Coast, West Coast, bi coastal stuff that we were talking about with um, pop culture news? Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't understand that. I'm sorry. Go repeat that again. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer's reading his email or something. Spencer, I would say, are you done, are you done re, um, with? With everything that's going on on the on yeah, the, I mean, um, you know what? It's a laundry list. I don't want to get into it, but I, I know, we'll, we'll, I know. The next show, the next show, I'll bring a couple more in as we're going along. But um, there's a yeah, lot of activity in New York, a lot of great stuff going on, and uh, we want to see Cindy back in New York City here. You know, yeah, I'll be back. And I know our I'll friend, yeah, and I know our friend um, Tracy Stern um, is doing a lot of stuff, a lot of. Uh, um, things as far as uh, her up-and-coming um, gypsy chic stuff that's going on in New York. So look for that. And also we have um, some real – we don't just do music um, shows. We do music pop culture. You know, we, we do – yeah, um, well, we've got filmmakers coming on. I, I can tell you a couple of things that we're going to have coming up. Oh. We have 
We have Danny Says movie on Danny Fields mm-hmm. with Brendan Toller next Friday, a very incredible movie that's out right now. Then we have Roddy Bagwa finishing up a Sid Barrett film yeah. interviewing Pink cool. Floyd and Nick Rock, and that'll be out by the end of the year. And we have Orion Williams with a Morrissey movie being made in England right now. And wow. so we bring on, like, uh, film, uh, basic Books. different things. Authors, um, authors, famous, Aiden Lee wrote. Dirty Boulevard, Chocolate. the read book that I'm in, that's gonna he's gonna be coming on a lot of authors, different mm-hmm. things. You know? Yeah, we we also interview people that have businesses that are pop culture like we have a friend that has a chocolate business, Viola Chocolate. Oh, yeah. Chocolate. Yeah. In um, New York. And, um, Holly, we got, the, we got the coffee festival coming. And the coffee the festival, absolutely. I want to thank yeah. all the people from the coffee festival for all right. the amazing yep. things exactly. that um, I have received that Spencer had them send me. And I have to tell you, by far, I tasted some of the most amazing Amazing things, as well as uh, seeing yeah, some of the most too. interesting um, mm-hmm. things that are coming out in the coffee industry. And then with music, I mean, Cindy, your stuff is so like so different, so beautiful, and touching. And then we have, um, you know, then we go the other direction where we have people that are just coming on talking about. We did the Ramones thing, so we talk about, you know, people that were here and gone but are still carrying on the legend, you know, with the museum. Um, You know, the curators, we're hoping to have the curator on from the Ramones exhibit in L.A. at the Grammy Museum. Right, right. That's right. Have Have you had Legs McNeil on yet? Oh yeah. yeah, we had legs on. We had legs and Julian on. We had them on. Oh, good. And, mm-hmm. and what what I think is very interesting is that the Steve Blush uh, book that Holly's getting, I, I've got mine already. Uh, that book reminds me of Legs's book, believe it or not, because it's, it's that different. It? Yet that scene is described with interviews with mm-hmm. all these people. It's very similar, you know, in some way. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. a great book. That's so awesome. we're going to do the author. Blush will be on on that book, and we had love yeah, reviewing, love reviewing books, Cindy. It's yeah, really interesting, yeah, we love that. you know. We love that. Um, yeah. Hey, I want to ask you, Cindy, since your husband um, was, you know, founded Crawl Daddy Magazine, did you spend a lot? Of, did you spend any time in watching him create some of the the you know stories and stuff for the magazine? Absolutely. Whenever he was in the process of writing something, he would uh, he loved to read it out loud, just you know, to see if he needed to change anything or how I would react to it. But mm-hmm. I was always I felt a part of his process somehow. It, it was interesting. It really did encourage me to even do my own writing because, I mean, as a couple, uh, you know, he would be off in his room working on his stuff, typing away or whatever on the computer, and I would be in my area working on my thing it's it's great when you're in a couple and you're like productive individually both creative well Crawl Daddy magazine is iconic as is cream magazine which is um something that is coming out with the film and stuff that i know that fence is involved in and that we both know the people that are doing that yeah it's it's very interesting you know um, i was um there was a film that just came out like somehow in the, in the last couple of months, and it was about mm-hmm. uh, the, the bards of of uh, rock writing. I think it's called Ticket uh-huh. to Write. Ticket to Write. Yes. I mean, they're talking yes, about yes. Crawdaddy and some other stuff. Yeah, that's out mm-hmm. right now. 
playing around. That's really interesting. How do you feel when you hear people, I mean, embracing, you know, your son, obvious, and not your son, your your husband, um, for Claude Daddy, I mean, who's carrying on the legacy with that? Are you carrying on anything with that? or, or I guess I represent him. Thanks. Like, I represent him in that way if somebody wants to talk about Crawdaddy um, in, in some ways. But um, as for his archive, that I actually mm-hmm. have um, uh, a person that's representing it and um, speaking with libraries around the country. So we're looking to, to place it in the right, uh, you know, the right literary kind of a, um, oh, atmosphere. Nice. Yeah, so that's in the process, and that should be done within the year. I mean, I'm really happy for Paul because it, it, I know this is, like, really important to him. With his vision, so, yeah, you're carrying yeah, it on, and his, I think that's important. All his work. There's so much love in what you do, Cindy, and I just want to thank you so much for sharing that with the world because I can feel it, you know. Thank um, you. Yeah, we really yeah and I'm so glad that we had you on the show today. And, Spencer, um, anything more you wanted to add to the show before we end I think our show I today? I just want to say hello to Judith, my, my, my family, my partner Judith. Uh, we're both in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, honored this past year in the vinyl collection. And mm-hmm. uh, her her son, Justin, just finished a movie uh, with Roseanne Arquette editing a film. And Ariel right. now is in doing her own movie and is in a indie film that's being shown at Toronto Film Festival. So I want to send my love to those people in my life, which I treasure so much. And uh, and that, and everybody out there, the best of health and a long life. That's what I wish everybody. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to say to everyone out there, um, this is Friday, um, and it's the weekend, and I want to say please don't drink and drive. And uh, I uh, so wanted to say to everyone, you know, to be safe. Um, I know that we're coming into a very um, crazy, well, we have been living in crazy times, but yeah. I know that right now yeah. we're coming into the very end of, well, the end of the beginning is what I'm going to say because um, I, I don't even want to go there, but because I refuse to talk politics on my, on any, with very many people, but I just want to say, you know, just choose wisely and and be acutely aware of your surroundings and stuff like that and try to get yourself into, um, you know, a positive space because that's the important thing that we all have to be very vigilant and very centered spiritually on a lot of of our decisions right now um, for our future and for, for, you know, everyone else around us, our loved ones and what we want to see happening in the world. So, um, you know, with that, I mean, everybody's working on different productions and stuff like that. Yeah, I just That's think it's really Holly. important. It yeah. is. It That's is. how That's I feel beautiful. right now, you I know. Love... It's very I draining right now. Yeah, it's it is it's a tough time for people, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's important, that, like you said, keep centered, vote, and keep the hope. Yes, keep the hope. And also, please, 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 I'm not. I'm going to stress this very, very much. Watch your surroundings. Be aware, you know, where you are, who's around you, and stuff like that. It's just really important right now because there's just so much, so many loose cannons out there right now. And um, you know, I just hope that a lot of people just find a lot of um, peace within themselves to make smart decisions and um, and not 
make us the innocent ones that are just trying to live, pay for yeah. everyone else's right. mistakes and their own demise. But with that, we want to end the show on a positive note. I want to say, Cindy, thank you so much for being here and being such a great inspiration and also um, carrying on a legacy of Crowd Daddy Magazine as well as your music and teaching. What a great way to give back to the world. And uh, it's an honor to be on your show. Honor to be on your show. Oh, no. Thank you. And and Spencer, I want to thank you for being here today. Thanks a lot, Holly. I'm glad that I'm here today um, and that we're, we're here. Holly's yeah. <laughs> we're glad yeah, no, here. I'm glad. here today. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we took, we took, like I said, we took two weeks off and um, here I yep. am back and uh, we're, we're really happy. We've got a lot of really amazing stuff coming up. Great stuff. Great stuff. And um, really excited that we were able to kick this um, little break that we had off with you, Cindy. And your um, great yeah. stories. So with yeah. that, I am going to play also, I'm going to play Radio Astronomy again. I wasn't able to upload that um, second song. Okay. But for for anyone that wants to find Cindy's music, I really implore everyone, go to YouTube, type in Cindy Lee Berryhill, and you can see some amazing um, YouTube videos of a lot of um, her songs that, I tried to I tried tried to upload Mad World and um I thought that was just such an appropriate song for for today. Yeah, I know, isn't it? It's a good point. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. And um damn I wish I was a man. That is a funny I know. song. That's the a good yeah, song. made me laugh about yeah, that's uh, a great about song. The, it's a great song. The tummy and I want to have a fat tummy, like uh, we won't say his name, but you know, because um, whatever. But it's just so funny. It's it's a great song. <laughs> but um, yeah, tune in All next right. week, and we're gonna have some kick-ass shows. And with that, we are going to end our show again. And Spence, thanks for being here today, and Thank you, uh, thanks for week. bringing Cindy into our world. And we'll see everyone next week. And um, I have some special shows coming up on Wednesday. You know, on Red Velvet Media, um, there will be some shows that Spence will be calling in on a couple of the shows I'll be doing with um, uh, some photographers and, um, yeah, and some amazing um, other people with music, True Groove, you know, just a lot of different things. So with that, let's play Radio Astronomy. And with that... Have a wonderful weekend. And, again, please do not drink and drive. And please, please, please be aware of your surroundings. All I'm going to say right now to everyone out there, that's my message. Oh. <laughs> okay? I really I really do. I'm not trying to get anyone paranoid. But, you know, just like right now, just be careful out there. Yep. That's all i got to say. You're and right. with that, here you go. Hey. Hey. Hey.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.